Hello there, everyone, and welcome to Supercast Brothers, the only podcast where you can find two idiots holding a big man amiibo in front of their faces as if it was a mask. That's it! That's the intro! Uh, I'm Xantog, otherwise known as Lister. That's John, otherwise known as John! No! <laughs> Did big man eat you? <laughs> or are you just full on lasagna? I love lasagna. Yeah, I bet you do. Yeah. You would be a lasagna loving freak. My dream is to one day live on a great flying lasagna in outer space. Yeah. Maybe one day you'll make the great flying lasagna stage on Smashtopia. Yeah, I, I knew you'd get my reference. Maybe one day you'll push your items from the Item Cornucopia episode on, on the wiki. We do wish to... We are a hopeful group around here. Yeah, that's a word. <laughs> what if they're already up by the time this episode comes out? Uh, you know what? Uh, wait, shit. What day is wink, this going wink. up? What day is this going up? I don't know. I have it's to go, go It's look. going up. Going up eight days from the day of recording. Good luck to you. Thank you. You could Thank do you. it. You could do it. But good luck to you. Yeah, I'll get that bana banana laser up there. Yeah, well, Baby Mario Bros. Just do it! Put them in Smash. Put them in Smash. Baby Mario Bros. should be should absolutely be in Smash. Yep. And you know, in another world, they could have taken over for the Ice Climbers role as a duo character. In another world, they could have. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't salty. About what? Nothing. That hasn't aired yet. Oh, something's gonna air? I don't know. Maybe. I might I may delete the file. I don't know. <laughs> it's like you did all those years ago. I'm curious. I was not the mystery deleter. I was <laughs> not. We all know who it was. We know who it was. Yeah. It was DK3. Is it? Yep. It had to be. It's the only person it could have been. Never trusted Ginger. Except for the ones that listen to this podcast. We love you. What about the ones that have been guests on this podcast but don't listen to it? Hmm, like Kelly? Like Curbwalker. Curbwalker? So, yeah, I trust him as far as I can see him. He doesn't live that he lives closer to you than I do. Yeah, no. So I guess you you must trust him a little less than me. Oh, absolutely. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I I trust him about a, a two hours distance away. You'll you'll trust him about what uh twenty hours. There you go. Hmm. Headmaster's yeah. photo. Precisely, yes. And now, it's a big man episode. Mastopia. 
yep, uh, we're making a moveset for Big Man. Uh, we thought about doing the Octoling, but we were just like, you know what? That's so basic. We got Big Man. He can do everything an Octoling can do, but more. He can, like, flap around and stuff, you know, with his big, meaty tendrils here. Tendrils? Yeah, that's the word for him. Is that what they're called on a manta ray? Tendrils? I don't know. Let's see. Why don't you go look that up? We're both looking it up. Because I feel like they're just... Yeah, they're just fins. Wings. They're just pectoral, fins. Pectoral, pectoral, enlarged pectoral fins. Nice. Fucking and a whip-like tail. Please. You got a whip-like tail. Oh, yeah. Did Is you your know, tail different? Did you know that every Splatoon Amiibo has exactly two individual drops of ink that are separate from everything else with one being larger than the other? Every single Splatoon Amiibo has this. I realized that when I was looking at the Big Man Amiibo. I was like, wait a minute. All of them have the same pattern. Every single one. What the heck? His pearl. Mm-hmm. Callie. I can't see it here. I don't know mm -hmm. where it is. Shiver. Marina. Or, yeah. Uh, Marie, uh, and I don't have the normal ones. Oh, they're over there. They're out of arm's reach. I'm not getting out of my chair. <laughs> but they all have it. Wow. I was like, what the hell? Huh. <laughs> okay. Funny how that works. Yeah. Don't know. I love the shading on Big Man, the Big Man's Amiibo. It's really, it's pretty nice. It's a really good one. Mm -hmm. this, this might be one of their top quality Amiibos, like, period. Like, top five. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. It's it's great. Hence why he'll be in Smash. Honestly, it'd be a wild choice. Mm-hmm. And at minimum, he's going to be an assist trophy. Bar minimum. Mm-hmm. But we ain't here to actually talk about Big Man today. No, no, we're not. Oh, oh, wow. We are here to do some showcases first. Oh, yeah, that. And then something yes. else after. Because we're still okay. doing those. Yes, we are. This is our first character of the season. I think, yeah, this is our first character of the season. No, it's not. We did Psycho Mantis. Wow, mm -hmm. we're already at the second character of the season. We are. Time is a weird Been hustling. Mm, that too. Alright, so we're going to get into our character. You can see their name or their title. If you don't know who that is, that's honestly not surprising. Varum, uh, Varum. Sure. But we're going to lead off by going over a few things that are just on the Smithtopia Wiki, as we do for these episodes, that, you know, were created off podcast. So, John, why don't you go ahead and lead us off here with your first showcase today? Okay. Well, you know, I'm digging you, right? 
That's weird. Yeah, I, I sure do dig you, buddy. Uh, like a shovel. Okay. Like in Minecraft. Are you digging so, me um, a grave? You gonna kill me? No, not yet. Out of my misery. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you about the digging you event match that they made on the Smashtopia wiki. Event matches? People still make those? Yeah, I've made uh, one, and you've made many more than those on the wiki, actually. <laughs> to be fair, most of the ones oh. I made were before spirits were a thing. Oh, true. Okay, but um, all, all the same. So let's set the scene here. This event match, uh, event number 69, Digging You, is from, is, is a minecraft theme event match where Steve has fallen in love. Oh. But he's actually just been hit with the love spell bow. Oh. So, yeah. So what? So what you're doing? You're you're chasing me, Steve. Rather, he's a computer character. Is chasing after me brawlers dressed as creepers, and uh, instead of attacking them, he'll heal them with team healers and heal and healing fields. As they're attacked by you, you're playing as Alex. So you can't KO Steve, but dispatch of the three me brawlers, and you'll win. So Steve X Creeper confirmed. Yep. All right. Uh, fanfic in quotes, writers. Get to it. <laughs> and of I course, I've also said one of the other words. It's like, yeah, I'm not going to say one of the other words on this show. This is a family-friendly show, right? We, we watch our fucking language here? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Good times. They will be nominated for Best Podcast at the Game Awards. Yeah. I mean, I would take <laughs> their money to appear, but yeah. I mean, yeah. there can't be that many Smash Brothers themed podcasts out there. They're used... Uh, the only other one I ever knew... Well, I guess you could count Good Morning Source Gaming, kind of. They're mm -hmm. not actually just Smash Focus, but that's where they got their start. It's too mm -hmm. bad uh, Show Me Your News isn't around anymore. I like those guys. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, with with how big the, the, the community is pretty vocal, so it's actually kind of surprising that a Smash-themed podcast hasn't taken off, but that here we, we are. That we know of, at least. <laughs> that not, we know to be of. fair, the community is also not aware of us. Yep. One day, we'll at least be the longest Smash Brothers podcast. Well, we probably already are. Uh, we'll, cool. one day we'll actually advertise and get out there, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, we're gonna buy a spot in the local paper. We'll we'll, we'll buy ads on Reddit. There you go. <laughs> we'll, we'll do the Facebook targeted ads where it's like, okay, you get the slacks. What category of people do you want? It's like, do you want to advertise to men that are thirty to thirty-five, or do you want to advertise to literally everybody? It's like literally everybody. Because that's what all ads yep. do. It's like, I see an ad, it's like, why am I seeing an ad for this? And I look at it, it's like, the ad targeting things. It's like, this ad is targeting men in America. It's like, really? That's, you're not forcing them to get more specific than that? Come the fuck on. Come the fuck mm -hmm. on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Men in America between the ages of 30 and 31.287 
who specifically shop for raglan sweaters at Dillard's on Main Street in New York City. This feels targeted. This feels very targeted. Yeah. And I don't know who yeah. you're targeting this to, but it isn't me. <laughs> no, it is not. Because that's too young for me. Yep. Maybe it's EBIT. I don't know how old EBIT is. It could be you. Mm -hmm. Could be. It yeah. Could be baby Eric. <laughs> oh, he's not between the ages of 30 and 31.278. I don't fucking know. All I know is he's younger than me by at least two years. That's true. Trevor will be in that age range, though, and a few days after this podcast airs. Oh, is this targeted towards Trevor? May as well be. Okay, it's targeted towards Trevor. Congratulations, Trevor. You have received a targeted ad uh, for Super Casper List, the podcast that you haven't heard of. Because he doesn't watch the show. At least Flame Zone does. No, Flame Zone's mom watches the show. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, Flame Zone's mom. Thank you so much. We love that you're here. Why does your son call himself Flame Zone? Used to fit him really well. He was a, a flamer. That's that's a term with multiple meanings. Then I feel like we should move on. What? We're gonna I move on did from not that. Know this? We he are gonna people move on to my first showcase. It's a stage. Uh, it's a stage based off of an old NES game called Stack Up, which you used to have to play with your little robotic operating buddy. You would give him commands with your controller, and he would pick up the little discs along his base, and he'd move them around because, yeah, it's a video game, I, I guess. Sh mm -hmm. Sure. Uh, all right. Uh, so, yeah, here's what the stage is going to look like. Uh, it's got three simple platforms. Ignore the colors for now. Ignore the colors. It's got three simple platforms that are used to fight on. Uh, the middle one is, you know, offset a little bit lower than the other two. But beyond that, it's just like three simple platforms just floating in space. In the background of the stage, there's a gigantic Rob. The robotic operating buddy. He's just in the background. And there will be blocks on these platforms. Uh, red, blue, yellow, and green. And th just like in Stack Up. In Stack Up, there's also a white block, but... Considering when I make my stage designs, I use I have a white background in paint. I just wasn't gonna draw a white one, so that was I didn't do it. Yeah. But essentially, you could there could imagine there would be five blocks. Uh, but Rob will like pick up a block, lift it up, move it to another spot, slap it down. So every time you start the stage, there will be blocks randomly distributed between the three platforms. There could be. Uh, all four could be on one. They could be as even distributed as possible with two, one, one. You could have two and two and nothing on another one. It could be set up like that at all. Uh, or sometimes uh, Rob might just hold one in the middle of the screen. He's just holding it. So it's just like floating up in the air somewhere. Uh, sometimes that block might just be in the background. Sometimes he might actually like be holding it in the foreground, just not on one of the actual platforms. But as fights happen, he's like constantly moving blocks and shifting them around and if you're you can fight on top of one while there's being carried but if you're on top of one that he's about to put a new block down onto uh maybe move because you're gonna get mm -hmm. slammed with damage and you're gonna get sent flying 
Just like if you're underneath one of the blocks, that will magically appear and fall down on the living room stage. Don't get under the block when Rob's about to put one down. It's very deadly to you. Not, not an instant chaos. Oh, wait, no, no, I do actually write down. If you are uh, standing on top of the one of the blocks and you get crushed, you are instantly KO'd. Because, listen, you had time. If you're in the air, you'll just get, like, knocked around so you have a chance to get out of there. But if you're just standing there, it's like, all right, time to die. Yep. Yep. Oh, to die between the uh, things that Rob holds. Yeah. The rings. That, yeah, that's re that's a really interesting stage concept. I, I like that better than most retro stage ideas. Um, people will say, oh, I, I want a Dr. Mario stage where you're fighting in the virus bottle. So it'd be interesting, but this this seems a little more so. Probably just to me because it's so far-fetched and and cool. It's, it's a cool idea. Um, I would not be against it. You mean the ancient minister stacks blocks in his spare time? Yes. Cool. And uh, the Imagine. little platforms, yes. if there's not a block on top of one of them, then they are completely past you, so you can jump up through them, fall down. But once the, like one of the big blocks is on it, you can't do that. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That would be an interesting stage to play on. The significantly less bannable than like actual Smash stages like Cannonbow, so... Oh, it's 100% getting banned. Oh, definitely. It's just not it's, as cringy. It's got a stage hazard. It's banned. True. True. <laughs> what do you think about that greater Smash community when this episode goes viral? They would agree. Tell us now. This I haven't said oh, yeah. any opinion on the banning of stages. I have opinions, but I don't said any opinion on this. Therefore, there's nothing for them to get upset about. That's a whole, that's a whole other episode, agree. you're right. This stage would get banned. Actually, you know what? The, we should add that as a discussion for a later episode. Let's talk about that after this one is over, because banning stages in the competitive community, we, ha we haven't talked anything about competitive Smash ever in our four years of this show. Nope. Because we're not competitive Smash gamers. We're not. That's why Kelly whoops her ass every time we play with them. And, and Kelly also turns up items like, no, give me the items. Fuck you. I want the items. <laughs> the items can be a chance. Right. It's like, ah, uh, he's on his way. Throw the bob bob. Throw the bob bob. Yep. Us versus Kelly and Sakurai with his two controller method. Sakurai wins. There you go. Me. Yep. I'd let him. I don't I don't want him to, you know, lose at his own game. No, I would go for it for real. Be like, no, nah, we're going for it. If I'm going to fight you, I'm going for it. I know, I know, I was, I was joking. <laughs> um, okay, well, all that said, speaking of things that people, that only very few people know, mm. unlike this podcast. Your middle uh, name is Francis. Yep. And yours, how strange. Yeah, honestly. Like, a magnetic weird. connection. Yeah. Francis to Francis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does, it does. I mean, it's a... Uh, Biologics. Um, I'm going to talk about the last story. Uh, which, which story? What, the what? last one, not what? not the Final Fantasy. Wait, no. What was what was the last story we were talking about? The uh, 
one where the dog came home for Christmas with the, with in the oh, bee costume. I love that one. It was so mm-hmm. wholesome until you found out that he actually murdered the kid's father. Yeah. Yeah. And then he possessed the the body of a snowman while putting the blood in the cookies. Mm-hmm. Part yeah, that was a twist. But yeah, yeah, touching. <laughs> I did expect so to see a crossover with yeah. the new Winnie the Pooh horror movie, though. That was a shock. It's like, oh, okay. Like there, but, yeah, sure. I I like the Jack Ross movie I was alluding to. When the Winnie the Pooh horror film is apparently absolutely horrible. So shocker. there's that. <laughs> yeah, this is a shocker indeed. Yeah, Blood and Honey is what it's called. Blood is and it, honey. Is it better or worse than cocaine pear? I'm gonna guess it's way worse. That's bad. That's real bad. <laughs> Where is our I Chucky Finster horror movie? Oh wait. Oh it's coming. It's called It. No. <laughs> Chucky grew up to be Pennywise confirmed. I would okay, I ship it. That's not a ship. That's Teach me no. more, fellow kid. What? Oh my god. I have not... Tell us about your story. <laughs> okay. Um, once upon a time, there was a project, an operation, if you will, called Rainfall. Okay, so the last story was, at the time, Hironobu Sakaguchi's last game, which is funny because Final Fantasy was also that 30-plus years ago. And he kind of mimicked the name. Uh, it's a it's a good RPG. Not a whole lot of people know about it. Of the three titles that were brought to the West after fan acclaim and and Nintendo seeing good marketing opportunity, Xenoblade came up on top and and became a success. Thankfully, uh, the other two kind of didn't. But I also like the other two games, uh, especially the Last Story. So Zale is the main character of the Last Story. You see him at first glance. He's got all of the all the fixings, it's like, yeah, this, this is the guy that made Final Fantasy, all right. Look at all the chains in lieu of zippers. Z- and, uh, and a sword. Yep. A nice zip up. So it's all there. Um, but anyway, Zale is a, is a mercenary who uh, is contracted by Lady Callista, who, who is the Royal Princess of Lazarus Island, blah, 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 bing, bada, boom, world, world-changing entities, apocalyptic forces, you know, the usual JRPG stuff. So, how does Zale differentiate himself from other sword fighters? Let's get into it. So, uh, it's, it's been so long since I've showcased the character. I miss, we go from the entrance down, right? I, I typically do, yes. Okay, well, let's all pretend that you know Zale. Let's let's go on this trip together. Uh, For his entrance, Zale zooms into place using his gale technique. So he zooms forward, appearing in a burst of wind magic. So he's a mage as well. Uh, Kirby, and then, uh, yes, precisely. Kirby, his Kirby hat. Kirby does what he finds essential in times like this. Gathering up Zale's hair and copying it for himself. Good times. And then uh, Zale has his, his blade. It's called the Chaos Blade. He holds it outward for his up taunt. 
horizontally over his stomach. Meanwhile, the chains on his jacket and his hair float as the Outsider's powers activate, making him glow a subtle blue. The Outsider being kind of an alien entity that he came into contact with at the beginning of the game. God. Um, Zale, for his down taunt, looks down at his right hand, which activates with the power of the Outsider, glowing blue with a compass-like aura effect surrounding it. It's like, oh, oh my. Oh my. It's like George Decay. Um, his, uh, let's see, side taunt, he'll spin the Chaos Blade around his body. Before returning to his idle stance, he'll say, By my honor, or I shall do my best. You know, he's doing his best to have a lines as good as like. Um, I fight his victory puzzles. I sure do. Um, victory poses. So, uh, much like our friend Morgana, Callista appears in the first one, and she, uh, hugs Zale and says, I knew you could do it, Zale. Heartwarming. Uh, number two, there is a, uh, fortune teller in, in the last story. So, like, when he has his fortune told, Zale lifts his hands into the air and, uh, is like, rah, rah, rah. With a awkward smile. So he's like. Um, number three. He spins the chaos blade as he turns his back towards the camera. Plants it into the ground and shouts. You'll like this one. Another one for Team Zale. Um, <clears throat> getting into the meat of it here. The crux of the moveset, if you will. The moveset itself. He will, uh, he has a crossbow for his standard special. So, uh, and this, of course, comes with its own little trick. So Zale retrieves his crossbow, yes, and fires a standard shot. The shot travels about five Kirby's forward before falling to the ground. Uh, the bolt disappears a moment later. If it hits an opponent, it's a quick couple percent damage, but it's easily stackable like Fox's blaster. So it's a good, like, keep away flinching move. Yeah, precisely. Um, <clears throat> hold down the special button, though. And a small rotational menu appears above Zale's head, signaling options for him to choose between. He's able to swap out the standard crossbow bolts for a lightning bolt for paralysis arrows, a firework icon for firework arrows. Uh, so if he goes to the right and chooses the paralysis arrows, he will shoot forward a single shot that carries a stun effect. If he tilts the stick left and chooses firework arrows, the bolt travels nowhere near as far, but it explodes on impact um, about as hard as a bomb would, which is actually pretty hefty. Um, Does it make like an actual fireworks effect, or is it just like an explosion? An actual firework effect. Yes. Yeah, precisely. Uh, the caveat being that um, his standard bolts are unlimited, but he has five paralyzer arrows and two firework arrows at a time. After using all all of them, uh, so if he uses all of his paral paralysis arrows, for instance, he'll have to wait 10 seconds before they recharge. Okay. Uh, for his side special, it's a taste of Gale, which we saw in the entrance. Uh, so using Gale, Gale Zale, Zale dashes forward, slashing at foes with his Chaos Blade at the back end of the attack. So as he does show, a burst of wind magic gathers around the blade, and that dishes out an additional burst of cut damage. It could also be charged, allowing Zale to travel further and hit harder depending on the length of his charge. 
Um, and as he charges the attack, a cursor appears, like Sephiroth's Octoslash, that allows Zale to angle the attack omnidirectionally. <laughs> it's a gradual, it's a gradual, flowy move forward, so it can be easily telegraphed. If you get caught in it, it, it can do some damage. Um, the up special is Wall Slash. Zale leaps into the air, dishing out mild damage to anyone caught in his ascent. On the come down, he'll automatically drive the Chaos Blade downward, stabbing it quickly and harshly into the ground. So this is a Meteor Smash move. And if he is beside a wall or similar platform, he will run up the wall up until the player lets go of the input. So he can essentially infinitely run up a wall if he's next to one. Jesus. <laughs> That's a new one. Um, <clears throat> Once he does leap from the platform, he will be able to perform the drive-down stab. Uh, as he makes his ascent up the wall, he's like a running duck, so he can kind of take him down while he's unable to attack. His down special is Magic Circle. So a small pulsating circle of light appears beneath sail. It could be one of three colors, each representing a different element. Red for fire, blue for ice, and green for forest. They will be summoned in the order aforementioned, and only one can be present on screen at a time. If Zale uses the attack while in midair, he'll come up with nothing and be penalized for a moment. But on the ground, though, these circles are pretty potent defense and trap mechanisms. Any opponent who runs over the red circle will unleash a burst of flames onto them. It juts upwards about up to about Bowser's height. <laughs> if they touch the blue circle, the same occurs but with a burst of ice that could freeze them. And finally, the forest circle summons a tree about the same size as villagers, though in the last story aesthetic instead of animal crossings, of course. Uh, the tree dishes out strong damage when it's caught up in it, and it will remain on stage for numerous sec seconds until it dis disappears or is knocked over. Um, <clears throat> so you would imagine that when it falls, it deals more damage than um, otherwise. The final smash is Ancient Barrier. Callista appears in the background behind Zale, holding her hands in prayer and casting her ancient barrier spell. Suddenly, Zale grows, glows gold, and he himself casts Accelerate. So for the next 12 seconds, that's actually I'll be specific, I don't know why I did that, Zale receives numerous buffs. So for one, he has Tough Body with very high damage and knockback percentages. He also sees significant buffs to his speed and attack power. Gale produces stronger versus winds and helps him, helps him travel further and faster. Magic circles de deliver greater, further-reaching spells. The crossbow bolts deal more damage, and the paralysis and firework bolts have unlimited ammo. And Wall Slash delivers a more devastating blow upon impact with heavy KO potential. So standard attacks too are heavily buffed, and they they are more combo ready. Uh, when Callista leaves the sta stage, ending the prayer, the move is done. <clears throat> As the move is being carried out, the stage falls into dusk with a meteor shower in the background, similar to the iconic area in the last story, the Stargazer's Tower. Um, his extra skill is, is kind of what he's known for in the game. It's uh, gathering. So he has the mark of the outsider on his hand. It glows bright blue and activates surrounding Zale in a soft, glowing light. And while this move is, effect, is in effect... Zale will will have assist trophies, Pokemon, enemies, and bosses all will prioritize their attacks towards him. Conversely, items will also be attracted to him, and he will magnetize them as he approaches them. 
So any damage that he receives while gathering is in effect will be multiplied by one and a half times its normal percentage. But a small meter present under his character icon represents a damage bar while gathering is active. The higher the bar is filled, the more devastating the subsequent attack will be once Zale passes the extra skill input again. So he then takes out his Zan Lance, which, again, it's a lance that he uses occasionally. And he crashes it down into the stage. Yep. Yeah. And he uses your dark magic. He he bursts it down into the stage in an incredible show of dark magic. Um, and the attack becomes larger the more the bar is filled, as and the blow becomes more significant. Uh, you, you can use the move once the first bar is filled, but it won't be that impressive. Fill up all of the bars by receiving 100% damage or more while in the state, and you could KO heavyweight characters from as low as 30% damage. Jesus. Yeah, but uh, naturally after that, it takes a pretty long time for it to build up, and if you're not using it, you 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 don't use it, you lose it. Man, you so think if I had his gathering, I'd be able to make people attracted to me for once. Because he attracts everything no, I guess, near him, so yeah, you know. I I guess that I guess that you you're using that you're using gathering right now. That's not true. Big man says otherwise. Big man is just um, trying to make me feel better. He's a good man. He's a good guy. With his tendrils. It's very big of him. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, Zale's ultimate costumes, not to go through all of them, but they are based off of the various party members and other important characters in the game. Uh, as other RPG characters in Smash tend to do, like Lucina. Um, and his home stage is Stargazer's Tower, which I mentioned earlier. So, haha, there you go. There's that long-winded showcase. Hey, I mean... If I want, if I went over every one of uh, Mega Man that he exceeds moves, it'd be enough <laughs> for one episode. Yep. Jesus. Oh my God. I've never played the last story or the other game in that operation. Actually, I haven't played any of the games in that operation yet. I've watched all of Xenoblade One. That's that's it. You sure did. Maybe one day if somebody sure sends did. me a copy of those games, I'll play them. Ah uh, yes, we shall see. But oh, also here's one rare. The last story. It's not rare. That's Banjo Kazooie. Oh, you're right. That's Conker's Bad Fur Day. Yep. Yep. And Jet Force Gemini. And uh, I don't know. Blast Core. Uh, um, Killer Instinct. Sea of Thieves. There you go. Their more recent oh, yeah. option. There you go. Which I think by this release, <clears throat> they might have introduced the Safer Seas option now. Mm -hmm. So now you can actually play through the story without having to worry about other people online sinking your boat and stealing your quest items. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> so I might finally go back and finish the game. Because it hasn't been great when people could steal my shit. And it's like, I'm trying to do story. Please. Mm -hmm. I'm not here for mm -hmm. you. God. Mm -hmm. Alright. One last showcase, and then we're moving on to the real discussion of the episode. I like me some retro characters. I think they're fun. Uh, when I, I was 
I was a big supporter of Rob for Brawl. I was a big supporter of the Duck Hunt dog for Smash 4. And then we didn't get a retro character in Ultimate. It's like, sad. But I'd say there's probably two. Right, right now, there's probably two characters at the top of my list as far as like what retro fighters I am most pulling to see them be added to a future Smash game. Uh, one of them, I think I may have already covered in his showcase at one point. Let me double check on that. Uh, I don't remember if sure I'd have... Oh, no. I haven't covered them. Cool. So I'll, I'll keep their name to the ether for now. But one of the two characters that I most pull for right now is the Balloon Fighter from Balloon Fight. Mm-hmm. I, I love the idea of this character being in. First of all, there is the Iwata legacy uh, with him. Two... He's just a guy who flies around with balloons. That's all he does. But there's actually quite a bit that you can do with him. And also imagine it as being like a character that is like just the opposite of Little Mech, who sucks in the air, but maybe Balloon Fighter sucks on the ground. Because the balloons help him with his air mobility, but when he's on the ground, they're actually just like kind of like dragging him, dragging behind him, which makes him move a little bit slower on the ground and... He doesn't have as good control because the balloons are literally pulling him back or holding him back, rather. I like the thought of that. I think it's an interesting thing. Uh, as for this character, is you know, whole whole deal. Uh, entrance. He kind of just like he just like appears in the air, just like hovering above the stage a little bit, and kind of just like slowly lands downward. Just a just a real quick landing. His Kirby hat, uh, Kirby hat will wear the Balloon Fighter's blue helmet over his head, and he'll also have a single red balloon tied to his back. Balloon Fighter, by default, will have two balloons. Uh, I'll get to that when I get to the extras when I get to it a bit later because he has a whole gimmick related to his balloons. Whole ass thing. Uh, as for his taunts, his up taunt, Balloon Fighter will grab a spare balloon from the ether. You know. Pulls him out from nowhere. Mm-hmm. He also takes out a marker and he makes a parody of one of his opponent's faces. He draws on the balloon, kind of like holds it up so that the camera can see it, and then he'll kind of like like laugh and mock at the balloon before he pops it with a needle. Just just <laughs> real mean spirited shit. Uh, down taunt. The balloon fighter will take a quick moment to make a dog balloon animal and show it off. Cause who doesn't love balloon animals? People who don't like squeaky <laughs> balloons. That's who. Which is valid. Is that that you? No, I'm fine with it, but I know it's it's absolutely not a great sound. It's not a great sound. <laughs> For a third time, uh, out of curiosity, the balloon fighter will stick the hose of his balloon pump into his mouth. Don't try this at home, kids. And he'll try to pump himself up. Kind of kind of dig dug ask, I heck? guess. <laughs> Uh, after his head will quickly inflate like a balloon, the balloon fighter will realize that this was a terrible idea. Rip the hose out of his mouth, and then his head will instantly deflate. I made this moveset many years ago. I may not have been... I made this in 2017. I may not have been okay. I may not have been okay. (laughs) That sounds like something I would do. Hey. Yeah. Uh, For our victory poses, first one, a large target will be on the bottom of the victory screen with no balloon fighter in sight. And so he starts to slowly descend into view and land right on the bullseye in the middle of the screen. And he just gives out a simple victory pose. 
Apparently, I never designed nice. what that victory pose would look like. I just wrote down he lands in a victory pose. Like, oh, uh, he lands and <laughs> stands triumphantly. <clears throat> That's something go. that should probably be edited whenever I get around to do my big Smeshtopia edit. Hmm. Uh, victory pose number two. Next year, baby. Uh, ideally, ideally. Mm-hmm. A sea of balloons will cover the floor of the victory screen. And you'll just see the balloon fighters swimming through them and sometimes jumping out like a dolphin before diving back in, giddy as can be. It's the Scrooge McDuck swim through gold coins, but it's swimming through balloons. <laughs> Imagine a kid in a ball pit, but it's balloons. That's the victory screen. That's it. That's great. Our, yeah. Our third victory pose. The balloon fighter will jump and cheer in victory as the multiple balloons fly up past the screen. Excellent. Yeah. We're all about so many here. balloons. So they're many they're balloons. there, yes. Speaking of so many balloons, let's talk about the gimmick for the balloon fire before we get into anything with a moveset. So that latex guy. Yeah. The balloon fighter has a gimmick completely revolving around balloon management. He has to inflate more balloons and use them in his attacks. This is not too dissimilar to how uh <laughs> Olimar has to uh pluck Pikmin as he uses for his attacks, and if they get KO'd, he has to pluck more Pikmin to replace them. Uh, anytime a match starts, the balloon fighter will start out with two balloons tied to his back. Every time he respawns, he'll be reset back to two. Using his extra skill, however, the balloon fighter can pump up extra balloons tied to his back to a maximum of having five balloons at <coughs> one time. However, or no, sorry, read that wrong. However many balloons the balloon fighter has on his back will directly influence his speed in the air and the strength of his aerial moves. The more balloons he has, the stronger those attacks are, but be careful because some attacks will destroy his balloons. Additionally, the more balloons he gets at a time, the floatier that he will be in the air, and the slower he'll fall back down to the stage. Two balloons is considered to be his neutral state. Uh, one final note on his balloon's mechanic is that the number of balloons the balloon fighter has is also how many times he can jump in the air. So, two balloons means he can jump in the air twice. That means normal mid-air jump plus one. Five balloons is mm-hmm. five jumps. No balloons, well, he's only got the regular singular mid-air. Actually, no, wait. I have it written down in here that no balloons is no midair jumps. So you can just do the regular jump off the ground. Wow. He requires <laughs> one balloon to do a single midair jump. So balloon management is important. Yeah, it is. Which, speaking of, I'll just go ahead and jump to the extra skill. Inflation. Not that kind. Or that kind, you creepy weirdos. Uh, balloon fighter will pull out a bike pump, and it'll just quickly pump up a new balloon. And he'll tie it onto his back. Uh, the, t- the time it takes is about as long as it takes for Olimar to pluck out a new Pikmin from the ground. So it's pretty speedy. And he cannot, again, cannot have more than five. If you have less than one, please pump some balloons. Please. No, no. Okay. That's very annoying. <laughs> Let's get to the moveset now. Santa Special is Static Spark. <clears throat> the balloon fighter will grab any of his balloons and rub it vigorously against the top of his helmet. This will create a small ball of sparkling static electricity that will hang in the air in front of the balloon fighter for a brief second or two before it zooms <clears throat> forward across the screen, passing through enemies dealing a small amount of damage to anyone who it goes through. By charging this move up, the balloon fighter can create a bigger ball of static energy, which will go to about half the size of Kirby at max. The larger the ball is static, the more time that it will spend hanging it around in one spot before it zooms across the screen. This move will fail that the balloon fighter does not have any balloons tied to his back at this time. 
And these sparks are taken from the little sparks that you're trying to avoid when flying through the game of balloon fights. Except he's creating them now through static electricity. The old classic rub a balloon through your hair and make your hair go all crazy. I've done it. You so don't have you. hair. You're right. This is all balloon, actually. Precisely, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so our side special. We have inflation for extra skill, so our side special is deflation. Balloon Fighter will grab one of the balloons off his back, and then he will point it out in front of him before quickly untying it and sending out a gust of wind in front of him that pushes away any opponent or light items in, in front of him up to a distance of a quarter of the length of the final destination. Additionally, the balloon fighter will be propelled backwards that same distance, so be careful where you're using this! If the special button is held down, the player can use a control stick to alter directions the balloon fighter points the balloon in any of the directions, and then whatever direction the balloon is pointed in will be where the wind is blown, and the opposite direction will be where the balloon fighter is propelled. So theoretically, you could use this uh, for recovery going in any direction, including if you need to go up or you need to go down. You can redirect this in any of those directions. Yeah. This move is considered great for recovery, as it can be used repeatedly in the air, one time for every balloon the balloon fighter has. That said, this move does consume a balloon. So be careful. <coughs> Obviously, this means that you cannot use it if you have no balloons. Up special, Balloon Trip. A modified version of the Villager's Up special from previous Smash games, because in Smashtopia, uh, I think I better change Villager's Up special. Let me... Did I? No, no, it's still there. It's just he has his own version of it. Uh, for this, the Balloon Fighter mm -hmm. will flap his arms like he does in his original game and begin to fly right up into the air. Comparatively, the distance the Balloon Fighter can cover with this move uh, when he has his default two balloons is decidedly less than the Villager's movement using this same move. However, having three to five balloons will increase this distance and having just one, obviously, decreases it. It can't go as far through the air. This move also will fail if the Balloon Fighter has no balloons. Shocker! Balloon management is important with this character. Down special, Balloon Pop. The Balloon Fighter will take off one of the balloons from his back and hold it in front of him before jabbing a needle right into it, causing the balloon to burst and damage anyone who is right next to him, sending them flying away with knockback. Special when it sell down, the Balloon Fighter will take off more of his balloons and line them all up side by side. Once the special button is released for, or when all the balloons, fighters' balloons have been set up next to him, the fighter will instead dash forwards with his needle, covering a short distance and causing each balloon to burst and deal damage. Obviously, each balloon that gets popped removes that balloon from the balloon fighter's stock, and this move will fail if he has no balloons. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Our final smash is Balloon Fight. The Final Smash is considered to be unique, as the players caught in it still have control over themselves and can try to minimize the amount of damage that they take. The Balloon Fighter will face the camera and snap his fingers as he pulls any characters in a large radiance around the Balloon Fighter into a cinematic, which is made to look like a level from Balloon Fight's Balloon Trip mode. The screen mm -hmm. will scroll to the left while all of the uh, players trapped in the, in the Final Smash will have a, a single balloon tied to their back. These players will then attempt to avoid the floating lightning sparks or avoid falling into the water at the bottom. Players will do this by moving left and right, as well as tapping any button to flap their arms, lifting them a short distance upward, just like you would in Balloon Fight. It's the exact same Balloon Fight controls. 
The area is moderately hard, although it's randomized to be different every time this final smash is activated. Uh, it will last for 10 seconds, and any time a player touches the spark, they will take roughly 15% damage. If they fall in the water, they'll take roughly 20% as the big fish jumps up through the water and eats them before spitting them back out into the sky. The Buffer will also be having a bit of fun uh, themselves as they will be able to fly around the Final Smash completely invincible to try and bump into players to either knock them into hazards or hit them from above to pop their balloon and send them plummeting into the ocean. After the Final Smash has expired, all players return to the field of battle with their newfound damage added to their meters. This Final Smash deals no knockback, and this, uh, so, you know, it's just purely for damage. Uh, and this may not be too hard for a single opponent to maneuver the sparks, but since multiple players can be pulled in, and the fact that all players will bounce off of each other, you know, it could cause some chaos. Some, uh, some new Super Mario Brothers level of multiplayer chaos. <laughs> Good times. Oh, yes. Uh, and then here is alternate costumes. I mean, he has one based off of the second player skin, which basically reverses his colors of having a red helmet and shirt with blue overalls and blue balloons. He has an alt based off of the uh, SNES colors, uh, an alt based off of the art from the um, original game's box art, and then an alt based off of Alice from Balloon Kid. Because nice. why not? And then his stage is the Balloon Fight stage from Smash 4. Great. Um, it's it's cool um, how thematically Balloon Fighter ties into what we're going to be talking about in a moment as well. Yes. <laughs> There's a reason like I, I chose to do Balloon Fighter and the stack-up stage because they're both retro things. And we are going to be today talking about a retro character creating a moveset for mm -hmm. them. A character that, uh, where <laughs> Balloon Fighter is one of my big ones I champion for. I believe this is one of the characters that you champion for on the retro side of things. Oh, yeah. And you've Varoom, spent, Varoom. You spent years trying to convince me of all of them. And I've always just been like, eh, I don't know. I don't know, boss. I don't know. But I was just like, hey, you want to finally do that character I know you want to do? Fine. We can do that character. Yeah. It's the Mock Rider. From Mock Rider. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I thought we were talking about Big Man. No, we're talking about Doshin the Giant. Oh, hell yeah. I've thought about it. I've thought about that one. It's It would just be a concept. It would be a concept, all right. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> that, that's one of those where it's like, all right, I would have to watch this skin to be like, what the fuck can even be done here? Because, good God, mm -hmm. I don't even know, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm excited to, to talk about Mark Ryder. I think we, we've come to a nice medium on how to get it done, and it's going to be an interesting episode. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, let's get to it then. My bike is ready. Well then... Into the moveset we go. Yeah. Hit us with your entrance animation, sir. Oh, I guess we should, oh, yeah, we should yeah. clarify something with uh, Mock Rider here. Uh, Mock Rider is going to be running around on the stage. Uh, he's not going to be riding his bike. Uh, but he mm -hmm. will be utilizing the bike for his attacks. But as far as just like being out on the field normally, he's just uh, walking and running. He's not always on mm -hmm. the bike. Just get that out of the way. Yeah, 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 indeed. Uh, but now that it has, the entrance does incorporate the Mock Rider's bike. 
Shop. So Mock Rider zooms in on their bike. They get off the bike and cock their gun upwards as they prep for battle. So kind of like the, the ending of the Endurance Zone where you see that full body art of Mock Rider. There you go, in front of the bike. All right. Uh, my interesting mission is, you know, probably more or less the same thing, just worded differently. The vroom vroom of an engine will be heard as the Mock Rider <laughs> speeds onto the stage on top of his Mock Bike before from before dismounting it. And the bike disappears mm -hmm. and he just stands there. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. See? Same. There you go. Same thing. Yep. There you go. Same thing. I'm keeping my wording. Fuck you. Mm -hmm. It's already written. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Alright, well, how about you give me your Kirby hat? Is it just he wears the helmet over his entire body? It's, it's funny because I'm, like, moving the wrong fingers. Uh, yes. Okay, because that's, that's also fine. Just wears the whole helmet Mark over Rider's his body. Helmet. Yeah, that's... Yep. Yeah, it's... Come on. Come on. <laughs> now into the taunts. This what, is going to be really interesting. One day we'll do a character... Yeah, the, the character that just, like, wears this really weird suit. It's like, I feel uncomfortable having Kirby wear this suit. I don't like this. Voldo. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of the options for that. It's like, I feel uncomfortable here. Or Pinhead. It's like, man, yeah. nah. <laughs> nah. We can do something else. What's the name of the character from... Uh, fuck. Wow, I totally forgot. The the Sony game. Uh, tw oh, Twisted Metal. The oh, clown. Sweet Tooth. Yeah, him. Sweet God, Tooth Curry. that's... Mm, mm. That's uncomfortable. <laughs> That's uncomfortable. Yes. I don't is. like it. <laughs> I don't like it. All that said, we don't have to put Kirby through that ringer today. Instead, today. we just have to talk about Mock Rider. Yeah, Indeed. So, it's talk time. What's your first talk? Mm -hmm. Okay. Simple enough. Mock Rider throws a fist in the air and proudly proclaims, I am Mock Rider. Wow. Wow. I think you know what my reaction to is with that. I have no no quotes for mine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be awkward. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so my first one, an 8-bit black oil drone will appear next to Mock Rider. Mock Rider will aim his gun at it and blow up the oil drones that burst into a pixelated explosion. Nice. Okay. I am Mock Rider? Jesus. I know. <laughs> it's not a name, it's a title! <laughs> I am the Mock Rider, how about that? I am I am here to oh. mock you up! Yeah. <laughs> Play some of this song. <laughs> no, no, but how about this? Is it now? No, you could be. Mock Rider swaps the ammo on their on their gun while proclaiming I come from the year 2112. Why are you tied a Tasmanian tigering this? <laughs> oh my god, this is cursed. I wanted to entertain. You wanted to what? <laughs> to entertain. Oh, Jesus. What a My time. second taunt. Mock Rider will tap a button on their wrist and open up a small 
Wow, that's mistyped. Welcome up a small screen that pops out of their suit onto their arm. You know, like a little, little, little mini display. Interesting. Uh, this display will show two routes that he could that he could take for driving A and B. My creator will then select which route they would like to take, and then they would just close the screen. Very it's like nice. when you're choosing a level in MuckRider. Very good. Thank you ready for this last one? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Okay. MuckRider crosses their arms while loudly pronouncing, I'll deal with you like I did the quad runners. I hate all of this. <laughs> I just... <laughs> I outwardly hate this. <laughs> oh my god. I like oh, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, first. I'm just gonna like preemptively say I like all of mine better. Fuck you. <laughs> For my third taunt, the muck bike will appear beneath the muck rider as muck rider grips into the handlebars and rubs up the engine a couple times, as if threatening the other fighters that they're going to get run over. In the muck back to nice. uh, Like, oh, I guess you're not getting run over today. Yeah. So well, it's like Ganondorf's maybe you will sword in, in Brawl. Yeah. It's like, oh, look, I have a sword. Yeah, that's all I have for. That's all I'm going to use it for. Uh, imagine, it. imagine Mock Rider did not use the bike. Imagine. <laughs> yeah, imagine. Oh. Oh, it's a dark world. After all. It's like, it's like 2112 all over again. First victory goes. Mock stands next to the mock bike while cocking their gun like in their original artwork. Mock will ride out onto the victory screen and pop a wheelie as it waits at the camera. Oh, winks at the camera. Is he going to show a close up of the face? Huh? No, waves at the camera. Oh, wait. Okay. Waves. Okay, cool. <laughs> Okay, Mock Rider pops a wheelie and rumbles the mock bike before driving off. So that's basically the same fucking thing. Basically, yeah. So we can. There's, there's one. Yeah. There, thank God. Yeah. This... You got one good thing. <laughs> anyway, Mock Rider, you're, you're laughing, but you're internally thinking, "Fuck you." No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah. Muckrider will be seen on his bike spinning out in the donut in the center of the screen before pumping their fist up into the air. Nice. Okay, Muckrider rides in on the mock bike with a rumble, driving dangerously close to the camera before skidding to a stop and spraying dirt in its direction. Muckrider will be standing next to their bike as they clean off dirt and grime from it, which accumulated during the battle. Well, if Makara has clean off a section, he'll do a great big swipe across the bike as it shines from the cleanliness. Getting all that grease off of Wario and Waluigi is really something. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right! Now, this Which is going to be ones? so difficult. Wow. Su such a hard task. <laughs> so which quotes are we going to put in? Let's look at victory poses first. They they shoot an oil drum and say, I am Mock Rider. 
Yeah, victory poses. How about that? Yeah, how about that? Uh, we're obviously wearing a Papa Wheelie. Yep. Uh, tell me what your first one was again. Uh, basically standing next to the bike, uh, with their gun up in the air, like in the mock rider artwork from the NES. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then yours, your other one was the turning around with. No, uh, right Papa and... Wheelie Donut, and then cleaning his bike. That's right, Donut is what it's called. Donut and clean. Okay. Honestly, I kind of want to do our three that are involving the bike, the Papa mm -hmm. Wheelie, the Donut, and then skidding across the side and spraying dirt. Yeah. Sounds good to me. Uh, it, it is. I mean, the bike is the centerpiece of the character, so it makes sense. Right. Like, as much mm -hmm. as we can use the bike, we should use the bike. I think so, too. All right. So that was easy. Uh, here's the pain. Taunts. Mm-hmm. So he grips on... So Mock Rider grips onto the handlebars of the bike and revs the engine, yep. essentially. Yep. There's a bike uh, I, taunt. I have that one. Then I have the little display appearing out of, of, out of his suit, him selecting a route, and then uh, him shooting an oil drum. Nice. Nice, nice. Okay, so my three quotes. Where are we going to place these quotes on those moves? Hmm. I've got it. Looking at the A and B roots, I am Mock Rider. Great idea. Looking at the A and B routes, a computerized voice saying, Route selected. Yes, you are Mock Rider. I will deal with you when you return to 2188 because you're actually time traveling. That's also true, actually. <laughs> no, it's not. Um, There's no time travel in Mock Rider. They are now. Nope. Yep. 2112. Not a time. Uh, what was that? Jesus? Sorry, I just got a notification that was too loud. Let me turn that off. Uh, all that said, okay. So how about this? Uh huh. I have I have a proposition. Okay. You may not like it, but I think it's a fair compromise. Okay. Okay. We use all of mine. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I, Absolutely I, not. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Let's do all yours. I am Muck Rider. It's like, no. <laughs> no. No. I have something to say about where that came from, but I will save it till after we do the move sets. Okay. After we do the move sets, I will, I will, I will reveal how I came to this conclusion for the taunts. Okay. But we, but we don't have, we, we're not using them. <laughs> we're not. Okay. Did you, did you want to discuss them without the quotes, or did you want to move on? Oh no, because without the quotes they're fairly they're fairly nondescript. They're they're something you plug into anybody. 
Okay. I mean, I think you could have one, uh, since we don't have his, like, his artwork reference, you could have one where he just, like, he stands in that pose, because there are Smash taunts where, like, characters, like, stand in a pose, and that's it. That's all there is to it. That That's true. That's true. Uh, shit. And if you that's can the have case, the... I would probably replace, I, shockingly, I would probably replace the bike taunt, because I think we're probably going to have him getting on the bike in the moves. So I... Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, how about... Yeah. Plus, the bike is technically in there. You can have him stand in front of the bike. I don't think the bike would appear for that. Okay. I think he'd oh, yeah, straight I think that's pose. fine. I think that's fine. Mm-hmm. All right. Special <laughs> moves. Let's get to it. Uh, I'm curious to see where this is going to go, honestly. I think there's a couple mm -hmm. things that are like guaranteed, but we'll see where this ends up. But, Jono, what is your standard special for the Mock Rider? Yes. Uh, this is probably not that surprising. My standard special is the Mock Gun. Oh. Yeah, so Mock Rider shoots their Mock Gun. It's, it's kind of uh, designed like a machine gun, so it works like a machine gun. So for his standard special, he wields a gun. Um, <laughs> there's a GIF. The gun can be angled in any direction while being shot. So like in Contra or other old running guns, uh, the mock gun pounds out pellet-sized bullets at top speed, dealing persistent small damage that can cause constant flinching or help wear down shields. The bullets eventually run out, causing Mock Rider to be unable to use the move for a few seconds before it recharges. Done. Okay. Uh, question. The mock gun, is this the gun that he is holding in that art, or is this like the guns on the bike? The gun he's holding. Okay. So mine's going to be a little bit different then, because my move is called Mock Guns. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. The mock bike will appear, and any time in my moves where I say the mock bike appears, uh, what I mean is that it's going to appear and the mock rider will be like automatically riding it, much like when Wario brings out the Wario bike. Bike appears and he's already riding the thing. Mm -hmm. So the mock bike will appear. And the mock rider will uh, take the machine guns that are mounted on the side of it, and he'll just be firing them straight forward. So there is no angling because they are attached to the motorcycle. Can't really mm -hmm. angle that. Uh, it's gonna be fast, continuous fire, much like yours. Uh, possibly could say it's that it's a, like a burst fire. So it's like there's a couple shots. Pause. Those couple shots, baby. Um, but I also so have it set that, like, kind of like with Bowser and his fire breath, uh, while you can continuously hold this down, if you do so, the rate of fire will slow down, and the amount of damage from each shot will get weaker. And it just becomes kind of like a mm -hmm. fire. Fire. Fire where it used to be. Fire, 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 fire. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Interesting. Okay. Sweet. Mock at uh, the 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 name differentiation is kind of funny. <laughs> Love it. I enjoy I enjoyed that. Okay, the side special, the the crux of the move set, if you will, hmm. is mock bike. Mock rider hops onto their signature motorcycle and rides it around the stage, much like Wario does with the Wario bike. Whoa. Mock Rider has more torque in their engine, though, allowing them to rumble and drive faster than Wario, as well as make sharper turns without falling over as much. The trade-off is that if the bike goes too fast for too long, it runs the risk of having its engine burn out. 
As the engine approaches burnout, it will start to glow red, and Mach Rider will have to slow down significantly to help ease it. If they don't, the engine glows faster and hotter and bigger until it eventually explodes, causing significant damage to everyone involved. At this point, the bike breaks apart, and its pieces can be used as projectiles, and Mach Rider will not be able to summon the Mach Bike again for 10 seconds. While on the bike, Mach Rider can press the standard special button to use the Mach Guns, which work the same as their uh, Mach Gun, essentially. The, but they, they run out of bullets quicker, but you can use them while riding, and there's two of them. Funny how that works. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, quick question here. Uh, if the Mach Bike breaks and he can't send the Mach Bike, if his other moves also involve the Mach Bike, are they also disabled? Or just that one move? Good question. I hadn't thought of that. Um, for the sake of it, I would just say the one move. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, so my side special is uh, similar. I call it Mock Turbo. Okay. all my special moves involve the Mock Bike, so just calling a move Mock Bike, well, I couldn't do that for obvious mm -hmm. reasons. Uh, so, Mockback appears, Mockride is riding on it, and he will zoom forward, much like Warrior in the Wario bike, to smack into opponents. Uh, I, I was debating whether or not he should be able to turn around like the Wario bike can, or if we should just have it be like, okay, it's just a straight zoom forwards, uh, just to be like, you know, differentiating it a bit. So I wasn't entirely sure about that, but I like what you came up for a lot of it. Something that I think I would <laughs> add on here, since his bike is uh, hefty looking mm -hmm. like at least the at least the version in his melee assist trophy or not assist trophy his mm -hmm. melee trophy looks pretty hefty i would say that when he turns around there's like a significant smack to whatever was in front of him as he like nice. smacks the back of the bike into them dealing a hit of like more damage than if he wouldn't run into them normally and sending them knocked away i think that'd be a cool thing to add on here that way you're incentivized to not just run into people but you wanted to like get close enough to them and then turn around to smack them that'd be a cool, mm -hmm. cool thing to have on there i think that would be that's really great cool good idea um okay getting back into it yes. my up special the, the up special the uh crux of your recovery if you will <laughs> yes uh mock adam Mock Rider has a strange ability to atomize at will. What the fuck? <laughs> Commonly breaking what? apart and reforming whenever oh. a quad runner has to run a game. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So here it becomes a recovery move. Upon the Mock Bike, Mock Rider breaks apart into a string of atoms and then instantly reappears several feet in whatever direction is chosen. The move deals light damage when Mock Rider breaks apart, with much heavier damage if a foe is caught in the middle of Mock Rider's rematerialization. There you go. Okay. Mine is ejector seat, and it's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> Boing! <laughs> he gets ejected from the, the, the Mock Rider bike appears. It says, nah, brah. Shoots him up in the air as it ejects him. And it's just... Nice. He just gets sent flying up into the air. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Imagining that is pretty funny. I know, right? That's the bike disappears mm -hmm. after this occurs because you know, as it should. It's basically like like rush coil that Mega Man has, mm -hmm. but it's funnier. Yeah, definitely. 
Or or Bowser Jr.'s up special, kind of. But again, funnier. And he doesn't get a hammer yeah. like Bowser Jr. does. True. True. Does he get a, a chain whip? No, he's just he's just normal mock rider. He just gets flung up into the air. Maybe he's like spinning around. He's like, oh god. I don't know. That's how I pictured it, yep. <laughs> he's like, oh, I am mock rider. <laughs> <laughs> I have been betrayed by my mock bike. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. The down good. special. My down special is mock spin. Oh my god. Uh, mock rider hops back on the mock bike and pops a wheelie before quickly spinning in place. The move kicks up dirt all around that travels further the longer the move is used. It produces a shield of sorts, bats down some projectiles, and causes persistent damage to anyone caught in it, while also slowing them down. So it's like dirt and mud and grime kicking up and making them slower. Um, those hit by the mock bike itself run the risk of being grounded and being dealt pretty decent hard damage, like DK's hand slap, while the move becomes uh, buffed in a way the longer it's used. Uh, I have it down that the mock bike will eventually blow like it does in the side special if it's been used too long. Okay. Yep. Mine is though, what... though I can see a world where you don't have to use the last bit. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, my down special is oil slick. Oh, nice. Mock bike appears. Mock bike. Mock rider gets on the mock bike. Mock rider presses the button on the mock bike's handlebars, and he fires out a stream of oil behind him, leaving a little oily puddle. This oil is a trap. Opponents that try to run over it will slip and take damage. It's it's, a, it's an oil slick. What what do you expect? Mm -hmm. it's, it's just that. I guess if somebody's right behind him when he uses it, they'll take a little bit of damage. But no knockback because well, it's just oil. Mm -hmm. Maybe man will mock rider will mock rider also slip on it? No. Will it make him faster if he's using the mock bike on it? No. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, gotcha. Not mock oil? <laughs> no. Okay. Listen, if ejector seat... I started with the word mock, then I would have to figure something out. But no, only... Oh, true. Only mock guns and mock turbo... Gotcha. ...of the special moves have mock. Okay. My final smash... It's called It Came From 2112. Motherfucker. <laughs> Mock Rider leaps off stage and into the foreground. The player assumes a first-person view from behind Mach the Mock Bike and can unleash various actions onto the stage while in this mode. Pressing any button, they can unleash a barrage of much stronger bullets from the Mock Bike's Mock Guns using two Corsairs that appear on the screen. The bullets leave a trail of fire in their wake and can, can immediately pierce shields. While the final smash is ongoing, quad runners, the enemy bikes, will pelt the stage, driving from one side to the other and causing a hubbub. The final smash always ends with Mach Fighter releasing a mock laser from, the, from a large gun that peers out from the bike's center light, unleashing a devastating electric ray that can be slowly moved to and fro until it dissipates. The final flash from the ray defeats all the crowd runners before Mock Rider returns to the stage. Okay. 
I'm assuming that the way the quad runners work is much like the uh, Cat and Anna or Latios and Latias uh, assist in Pokeball. Yeah, yeah. Or like a really fast Topi. Yeah. Okay, so, so that's that's what I'm trying to clarify here. Like, are they like driving mm -hmm. on the platform? Or are they just like flying through the air at different directions? Mm -hmm. I, I was originally thinking they they go on platforms, but I see the merit in doing it. I think it's it's cleaner to do it the way you're describing. Yeah, because depending mm -hmm. on the stage, that mm -hmm. could be problematic. It could be broken, or it could be the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yes. Yes. There you go. Okay. For my final smash, it's called Mock Rider. Nice. The Mock Bike appears. Mock Rider gets on it, and he has a light speed dash forwards all the way to the other end of the screen. Any opponent that is hit by the bike gets knocked into the air and lands in a cinematic displaying a 3D version of the original Mock Rider game. Oh, nice. Now, these other characters that Mock Rider hit will appear on their own bikes on the road. But Mock Rider also appears on the road. And he does like you do in Mock Rider. He bumps into their bikes, shoots their bikes down to force them off the road. And it's like, oh, I, that, that's that's nice bike you got there, Pichu. Here, let me destroy it and cause you to go flying off the road into an explosion. So it's a tiny bit customized <laughs> for each character because they would all be appearing on a bike, uh, taking the place of the quad runners. And once they, once all, all opponents have been uh, driven off the road, they'll find a special end. They will take damage and they'll, you know, go away. Mm hmm. Wow. Mock Rider finally talked in your moveset. It's like, that's a nice bike you've got there, Pichu. It's a shame what's going to happen to it. Yeah. Direct quote. Yeah. Mm hmm. And then Pichu blows up and yeah. in the distance zooms in on Mock Rider and says, I I am Mock Rider. Pichu says that? Yes. Okay. Pichu <laughs> says, I am Mock Rider. I just, I just, I don't know. Everyone does, in fact. Oh, yeah. We have the extra skill still. Yes. Okay. Uh, this is, I didn't, yeah, it's, it's a little, let me know what you think about this. My extra skill is gear shift. Shit! Mine is called gear shift. <laughs> nice. And it's also very into, weird. I didn't go into horrible detail about how this works. Um, I just said that there's four different gears, like in the game. Mock Rider has the ability to switch gears on the fly. This affects how Mock Rider plays both on and off of the bike. Uh, gear 1, standard gear. Uh, gear 2 is more of a defensive mode, where Mock Rider is slower at the expense of being harder to knock around. Gear 3 is a speed mode that makes Mock Rider much faster, but at the expense of landing less significant blows. And gen Gear 4 is a is a height mode, like a, like a velocity, a, a jump mode, vertical mode where they have much more bounce to, to the way the bike operates and how they're able to, to jump. Okay. Yeah. Mine is similar, but mine is all speed related. Oh, interesting. 
So, Makoto is able to use Gear Shift to gain a temporary speed boost on three different power settings. And I say three because he's already in first gear. First gear is default. That's normal mm -hmm. Mach Rider. Uh, when he shifts into second gear, he gets a slight boost for 10 seconds to his movement speed. Uh, third gear is a uh, greater boost, but it only lasts for five seconds. And then fourth gear is an immense, crazy speed boost, but it only lasts for two seconds. So it's a great get out of hell, get out of hell free card, but you got to be quick about it using it. Uh, nice. The downside is that there is a cooldown of twenty seconds, no matter which gear you swapped into. So even if you went to two, if you went to second, third, or fourth, it's going to be a twenty second cooldown. Uh, additionally, uh, if you had used third gear, then you will take increased damage for a short time after because like you just move faster than you're supposed to. And your body is like, bro, what? Oh my god, this is not what we're supposed to do. And then after fourth gear, when you use that, after that two seconds of insane movement, you're stunned for two seconds. Mm -hmm. I uh, I actually took some of the inspiration of this from uh, from my hero, actually, because he has <laughs> gear shift as a thing in there where you can go a lot, you can make something go a lot faster and fuse it on your body. Your body's just like, oh god, we ain't supposed to do this. We're just mm -hmm. consumed more oxygen than the body's supposed to take, and this is pain. So I'm, so I'm just like reflecting. It's just like, this makes sense. If you're if you move your body, you're manipulating its speed. Your body's gonna rebel against you. Like, bro, no, don't do this to me, please, mm -hmm. hearts. So that's that's actually where the inspiration for that came from. <laughs> I like it. Because I was like, how Actually, can I make yeah. these different speeds work? And I was like, I don't really know what to do. And I was like, I thought about it. I was like, oh, actually, wait a minute. I have a blueprint right over here already. And, like, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you could say the, the inspiration for mine was just little Mac with his hair photoshopped. Oh, so Shulk. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. <laughs> he would never be in. He's just a photoshopped little Mac. <laughs> oh, the Smash 4 days. Good old ESRB yeah. leak. I am Shulk. From no, the year no. what? What year is Shulk from, Shano? Master AB7. AB7? Is that the year? Yeah. yeah. Is that, is that actually the year? Or did you make that up right there? Yeah. 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 Why don't you go say hi to Alpha for me? Okay. Alright. Alright, so let's figure out these moves. What we're using. Uh, first of all, I think your... I like my Final Smash, but I think your Final Smash wins out. I think that's really? a clear winner. Yeah. I mean, I like the idea okay. of like him like shooting down the other characters. It's funny to me. But yeah. I think your Final Smash uh, makes a lot more sense. Uh, it feels very... Uh, it feels a lot like Zero's Atomasis. But I think it I think it makes sense. The only thing mm -hmm. I wasn't sure about, the only thing I kinda wanted to bring up is like instead of a laser, what if he's like basically lobs the bomb and it's just a big old explosion at the end of it instead of a laser yeah. blast. Sounds good. Sounds eighties action to me. It basically, yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. The mock bomb. Yep. Oh, that paints it in a whole new way, like Arnold Schwarzenegger being the one to voice mock rider. 
Precise. Anyway. Okay, yeah, I, I can I, I liked your final smash quite a bit, but yeah, I I guess um kind of the inspiration behind that one was I just try where I can where it makes sense to plug in something that's not CG. Of course. Uh, yeah, so okay, yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. All right. Uh, I think your your site special is um more thought out. Uh, the only thing I think we might need to change on it is the maka. Um, cause I, well, I guess the question is like, which version of Malcolm are going for the standard special? Yours, where it's just him using his normal gun, or maybe where it's the machine guns on the bike. Oh, it should be yours. If that's the case, then, I, that, then those guns have to be removed from your side special. Yeah, I, I feel like, you know, because we're, we're likely going to have every other move use the bike, so it'd be weird to have the mock gun solo with, on, on, yeah. Exactly. On so let's do it. That's fine. All right. Uh, up special. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> uh, we have the ejector seat where we have atomizing himself. Whatever that <laughs> mock Adam. At the yeah. Yeah. Brit or just atomize. Or, yeah. Jesus yeah, Christ. so in, in, in the Mock Rider game, when you die, you, you break apart like that. Um, in, in a discussion with a friend recently, um, a mutual friend of ours, you were actually there for that discussion, they had mentioned, oh, Mock Rider can atomize themselves. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? I don't, then my mind was blown. That's just a that, that's just a death and respawn animation. It's not him, actually. I know. And yet, I mean... It's a reference to the game itself. <laughs> uh... mm -hmm. Call it mock break. I mean, I want to say that it's just teleport, which, let's be honest, it's a teleport, but mine is also, it's just a jump. You boil it down mm -hmm. to the have a teleport versus a jump. Yep. Neither one of them are actually that unique, no matter how we dress it up. You do it tiebreaker style. It's mm -hmm. Colin... Colin Trevor. Hey, dog. Dog? Wait, there dog. you go. Um. Dog? <laughs> I, need, I need you to come here. I need, I need you to tell me what, what's the better option, dog. Not, not stretch. Why are you like, stretch? I abstain. <laughs> He just walked away. <laughs> They're stretching. Okay. And they've been sleeping. Okay. Yeah. And then I chucked baby Luigi at them. Like a horrible <laughs> pet owner, you should not chuck a baby at a dog. True. You chuck a baby at a salad bowl. Mmm. At least one of those objects is inanimate. I don't know. <laughs> Yes, yes, dog. Roll about. All right, dog, come here. I got a question. We, should we use ejector seat? Or should he atomize himself? Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell me. 
What? Really? That's... What? Seriously? Uh, okay. Uh, Dog says just do a basic uppercut. Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The layman's option. The boring choice. Mm-hmm. I understand. It's not as controversial. I did have one other idea I considered, but it was basically mm -hmm. like a, a, a ramp boost. Just, like, drives up on a ramp and launches himself into the air. But that I would be really interesting. I wasn't sure how that would look, it. and I thought that might be better served for another character. Yeah, I can think of the character. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Um... I agree. It's it's hard to imagine. It's a good it's a good concept, but hard to imagine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, if you, if you feel strongly that it should be the ejector, I'm not going to fight it. I honestly don't. I like <laughs> I. It's funny to look at, but boiling mm -hmm. down to it, this is a teleport versus a jump. So it really like, is. It's not it... like either of these are like actual mm -hmm. things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. This teleport does damage at the very least, so that's different. In a way. Um, we're, we're, give me the extra full exposition for that one again, actually. Okay. So, again, Mockbrider breaks apart and reforms. So, uh, they break apart into a uh, string of atoms, or what, however you want to call it, and then instantly reappear, self-repeat in whatever direction is chosen. Um, it deals light damage upon the break apart, but much heavier damage if a foe is caught in the middle of the rematerialization. Okay. So, I, like Mach Rat is forming over them. I feel mm -hmm. like if we did that, we should have the bike appear, and then kind of like how I mentioned for Oil Slick, you would like press a button on the bike to activate this. That way we still have all special moves involving the bike. Because right now, right. it's it's not. Mm -hmm. Oh, no, uh, sorry. He, he, they are on the bike. I forgot to mention that. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that works too. Um, yeah, I could go either way. I, I understand why you think it would be weird because it's uh, it's the death animation turned into a move. But, uh, yeah. Either which way. I, 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 I do want to go the atomizer just because it's so strange, but I could go either way. I mean, we can do it. Okay. Um, and if we do, I'll, I'll just dust it up and make it sound better. Make it sound like he's going for a swim. Through space. I, Mock Rider, am going through a swim. Through space. Through space. Yes. And the year 2112. No. 2113. <laughs> We've transferred through time now. Wow. Yes. Nice. Down special. What was yours again? Oil slick. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oil slick or or dirt. What are you thinking? It sounds like you're already poo pooing on yours because you just called it as dirt. No, I I do like the move. I it was uh I thought it was something. There was a character we talked about that had and i think you came up with it where they were smashing sand or dirt around to have a similar effect on the spot on this podcast and for the life of me i can't remember who it was but i was well, like oh describe, it could be a 
Describe the attack again. Um, mock rider hops on the mock bike and pops a wheelie before quickly spinning in place. Uh, the move kicks dirt up all around, and the dirt travels a little further the longer the move is used. Because, you know, you're digging further into the ground. Um, this produces, like, a shield that slaps down some projectiles and slows down opponents that the dirt and mud is hitting. Um, if you hit the mock, if you're hit by the mock bike itself, it grounds you and slaps you and, like, hits you really hard. Kind of like a single use of DK's, like, hand slap move. Um, that does sound really familiar. Yeah, and I don't know why. I know it was a move you did. It was a move you did on a character on this podcast, and we didn't go for it. And we're like, oh, let's. we could always use it on somebody else because it's technically a good move. And then I forgot who it was. I'm looking through our past characters that we've designed, and none mm -hmm. of them feel like it's this. Yeah. But that does sound like something I did. I can't tell what it was. Maybe it was Poochie? I think it was after Poochie. Well, it wouldn't have been Medusa or Ninja Breadman. Song, <laughs> I don't think so. Or even Beak Byleth Chrono. All of that is a no. King Boo wouldn't make sense. Takamaru, Bandanity, uh, Amaterasu, Tom Nook, Noah, Slippy Toad. Yeah, not, none of the characters, none of them sound right. Oh, could it be something that hasn't published yet? No, because everything is published. There's one that isn't. Well, yes, but that wasn't, yeah. they didn't, we didn't do that for them either. And that's not what okay. we would have been debating. Mm -hmm. Was Could it have been just like a showcase? Maybe. A showcase, but I remember debating over the move. So weird. Showcase doesn't look right either. I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're basically talking about, hey, remember that pocket sand attack you made? It's like, vaguely, but not for who. <laughs> it's the Mandela effect, and it's here. <laughs> I'm, just I'm looking at the list of characters here and none of them sound right mm -hmm. <laughs> oh oh I think it involves a sword maybe it does you think this was Noah I think it was I think it was Noah Really? Yeah. I, I think... I think it was Noah. Interesting. Interesting. Because I was using different characters' moves. Yeah, I think it was Noah. I think, I think that's who it was. Oh, you're right. You're right. I remember this now. God, how strange. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, so admittedly, my mind was distracted trying to think about that throughout half of your description. So can you mm -hmm. say it again? 
Okay, I had to look back at the date that we recorded that, and at least it was actually is about five months ago. Well, damn. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Yes, Mock Rider hops onto the Mock bike and pops a wheelie, and quickly spins in place. Like the constantly is turning in sp in place Wh like a tornado. While he's still popped. Yes. Yeah. Okay. The move kicks up dirt all around, and it travels further the longer the move is used. Okay, so it's a this dirt. Yes, the dirt can bat down some projectiles, and as it travels out further, it slows down opponents that are that are caught up in the dirt and mud. Those hit by the mock bike itself run the risk of being grounded and severely damaged. Okay. Done. Uh, I like the move, and I would also be fine with going with the more simple oil slick. It's more of a more of a utility move. No, no, that's fine. Plus, uh, I have other uh, things that oil slick can be moved to. Oh, really? Yes. Like uh, a character that I haven't made a move so or move set for, but I've had a oh. use for. Oh. So, oh, the, yeah. See, the problem with Mock Raider for me is that several of the move ideas that I've had for a character like Mock Raider also apply to any other character that would be, like, on a bike or something similar. So it's like, hmm, some of these moves can be used on multiple things. So it's like, oh, we're not using Old Slick here? Cool. I'll use some of one of the other ones. This works for okay. me. Okay, okay, okay. Um... Yeah, I, the one thing I do like about Oil Slick a lot is that you're pressing a button on the, on the bike, just like you will be with the Mock Adam thing. Yeah. So it's okay, but if you, but yeah, if you're if you're feeling the Mock Spin, and I mean I won't argue against it. Yeah. So uh, I mean okay, all right. Extra skill, gear shifter, gear shift. Yours easily. Yeah, obviously. Mm-hmm. What do you think though about the part about like the uh, the negatives to using it, the uh, the increased damage after third gear and then being stunned for two seconds after fourth gear? Those are both fine to me. Think so? That you don't think that's mm -hmm. too much? No, no, I I really don't. Um, if a future me from twenty one twelve thinks that it is, then I'll I'll let you know. But I th I think it's okay. Okay. And then it's a 20-second cooldown, right? Yep. Hefty cooldown. Okay, well, because... I mean... Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're letting the body return from, from atoms. Sure. <laughs> no, not really, but yeah, sounds good. All right. Uh, I guess next up, uh, any unique traits that you have? Uh, I do not have extra jumps because... It feels like it only makes sense if he was using the bike to jump up from first, and since that's not established, then it didn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have that if you press the down button to crouch, Mock Rider can do the duck walk. I, this is the second time you've brought this up. I don't remember when you brought it up before, but I remember being just as confused then as I am now. Yeah. Anyway, no. There's okay. nothing. Okay. I feel like that was also the resolution we reached last time, too. Cool. Probably. Probably. Uh, alts. Mine are just colors. At first, I tried to base some of them off of the different power-ups that you get in Mock Rider. 
but then like the artwork i like i don't know about you but i imagine that the default image would be like the blue and red armor artwork in mock rider but it's also not the default mm -hmm. mock rider it sounds like that's one of the power-up colors so then i'll just like ah fuck it i'll just make up colors i don't give a shit mm -hmm. uh the red and blue one you're talking about yeah red red and blue with the white helmet is basically what i in my mind is like the default skin mm -hmm. some some have said uh it should be the melee alpha, but no, I I agree. The NES one is is the way to go. Uh, the melee one could be a could be a secondary costume. Um, looking at like the quad runner enemies in the game, you could go like a green and gold or or whatever for for one of them. I also went weird with with a few of them, like oh god, uh, kind of like kind of like snakes camo, like like why not? Why not have Mock Rider fighting in a tiger print costume? Or, or like a purple tie dye, like the, like the balls that you used to play with in chi during childhood. What? But so that looked like someone dropped a drop of ink into the clouds. What? Yeah. Or, or uh, yeah. I mean, I have, <laughs> my, my green alt is Makarov's torso, arms, and legs all become dark green. Well, his shoulder pads, gloves, and boots all become cyan, and then his soul becomes turquoise. Cool. Yeah. What about an all-gold mock rider? Uh, I don't have gold. I do have a yellow one. Where nice. his torso, arms, and legs all become yellow. Shoulder pads, gloves, and boots all become orange, and then his helmet is pale yellow. It's like a Pikachu-colored mock rider. Or cheese. It's, it's most. It's supposed to be an eyesore. Mm -hmm. It's absolutely meant to be an eyesore. <laughs> I picked those colors in mind so that it would be like, oh god, I don't want to play this. This is ugly. <laughs> what if you, uh, yeah, you dressed up in that yellow garb and says that that's the perfect place for them to say, "I am Mock Rider." No. Oh, I forgot to mention. Yeah. So the origin for those taunts, I came up with all of them as like a cheesy reference to like the Captain Falcon type character uh, about an hour before this episode started. I was like, oh, shit, I don't have taunts. Whoops. You should have let that cook more. Yeah. But I'm happy with the ones that we got. <laughs> okay. I am. I We, we were mock writer. Today. Sure. It's like the ending of the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Uh home stage. It's uh <laughs> it's like the Duck Hunt stage, but it's the Mock Rider game, right? Or the, I guess it'd be more yeah. like the F Zero Mute City uh SNES stage. But it's the Mock Rider characters. Yeah. It's racing there through you the go. NES game. Is it, is it, like, one for one for the NES, or is it 3D? Uh, I kind of feel like one for one. What do you think? I agree, because it's already precedent. Yeah. And, like, there, there would be additional platforms, because unlike the uh, the Mute City stage, there's not going to be three cars at the bottom that you can use for platforms. There's only going to be, like, the one bike. So you got to have some platforms above to deal with. But if you touch mm -hmm. the ground, it's going to be like, hey, whoa, we're racing here. And it's going to pop you up in the air as you take some damage because, you know, the road's moving. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what other stage could there even be? A 3D Fighting on Mock Rider? 
Yeah, fighting on Mock Rider's trophy from Melee. Honestly, <laughs> I wish event matches in Brawl brought back those trophy fights because that was cool. That was. was cool. It was definitely. God, who? It was Goomba, Majora's Mask. What was the third one? Mm. Hitman Lee. Was it? No, I have no idea. Braid. Let me see here. Okay, the Trophy Tussle 3 was on uh, Majora's Mask. Oh, it was Entei. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I wish I did those again. Yeah. We could have fought on the Globox trophy in Smash 4. That's <laughs> true. That was a thing. Wow, we already have Mock Rider. We already have Mock Rider. He's done. Uh, I don't know if this is a record timing, but this was actually a very easy one to go through. Uh, mm -hmm. one, of, one of our easier characters by far. I think this is also uh, the least my moves have been used in any character we've ever done. Really? Yeah, I, I only I only had the standard special and the extra skill. All the other oh, moves shit. are yours. Yeah. Oh no. This is very uh, uncommon for the uh, for the mm -hmm. for this podcast. It, Not uh, that it's yeah. a bad thing at all. It, it yeah, it's it's happened a couple times on the opposite end of the spectrum. So I guess it's just natural. It happens here once. Yeah. You know, this this time around. Uh, but yeah, I'm happy with with the moves. Uh, you came up with a great idea for the gear shift on extra skills. So I'm I'm really happy with that one, especially. Um, yeah, here it is. Here it is. Mm-hmm. Now here's a question: What if he was an Echo Fighter of Zero Suit Samus? <laughs> I think we covered that in a previous episode. We did. That was last episode. Yeehaw! Yippee yippee. Get him, cowboy. Yeah. Get, get him from the year 2112. That's it. Mucker is done. But there's always another episode until there isn't. Mm -hmm. uh, but next time, it's a Smasher Dash. And this one is a bit unusual because we didn't pick the characters for this Smash Dash. For this next episode, we reached out to our four most commonly recurring guests and asked them, what are some characters that you would like to see added into the next Smash game? And we picked one character from each and are pitting them against each other in a Smash Dash episode. So, uh, to our friends, uh, don't get mad when we don't, when we don't pick a choice. But do get happy when we do. If, if we <laughs> we may choose none of them, we that well that's against the rules. Yeah, I know. Unfortunate. Yeah, uh, but that said, uh, we done. Mm-hmm. See you all uh, in the next one. Yeah. See you then.